for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. All right, y'all come on in. This is my house. We got the doors thrown wide open. Got Romy here in the broadcast studio with me, my wife, sweet Jennifer, in the call screening booth. Gary, our production engineer, in control of everything. If you'd like to join the conversation, you certainly are welcome to. Let us talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin. The number is one 767 Now, you'll get an auto attendant answering it. And as soon as you hear the auto attendant answer, just press number one. And that's going to short cycle the message and send you straight in to Jennifer's call booth and she'll get your name. We'll get you on air and cover what you'd like to talk about. Now, it's our goal, and it has been for our entire 32 years of broadcasting this show, to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Uh, Romy, that leaves a really big job for you, buddy. There's a lot more homeowners than there was 32 years ago. And it's almost to the point, as someone who's been here since the 60s, it's getting scary now. It's getting really scary. Um, Home prices are up nationally, 6%. In Arizona, 10%. Uh, There's a massive exodus from major metropolitan areas all across the country. Well, not ours. Uh, Phoenix is the fastest growing. That's my point. But where they're, they're coming from New York City, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Chicago, and Seattle. People are flying out of those cities. And they're going to Las Vegas, Atlanta, Phoenix, Sacramento, and Austin. Here they come, baby. So... You got a lot more friends to make than I got. <laughs> I mean, they are just flooding in. Home prices and availability, the inventory out there is uh, shrinking. The demand is is huge. And so we wanted to bring, and there's a date coming, December 1st, that all you homeowners need to be completely aware about. So we brought in our good friend, Mr. Harold Perkins from Galaxy Lending Group. To talk through, I I think a lot of people would be surprised if they did an equity search on their home and found out how much equity they've got. I mean, there have been some months where you almost see double-digit inflation appreciation in a month. It's it's the amount of equity and the amount of appreciation in properties this year, especially, has been amazing. Uh, just like you were mentioning, there are more people than there are houses, and so your your basic supply and demand when there's uh, that that much demand for housing and uh, and not the inventory there f- to supply the housing, the prices go up, and so there's uh, a lot of people are sitting on a lot of equity right now. A lot of equity. We have just, in the last couple months, set new records for median price home in Arizona, now beating where we were prior to the great housing recession of 07 and 08. Yeah. So all that equity is back. 
It it is, and for and I'm uh, I'm still on the house that we were in during the during the Great Recession, and it is one of those during the at back then I didn't think it would ever get back to where we were, and we've surpassed that now, and so it is it is something where the uh, the the numbers are astounding. Those of you that bought in 08, 9, 10, and eleven, very well, if you if you got your mortgage at 80% loan to value, you could very well be at about 60 or 50% loan to value right now. <laughs> Definitely. If you purchased in 2010, oh, uh, yeah, the house was practically free. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, and so now the amount of equity you're sitting on at that point is, is truly astounding. Yeah, it is. Now, so you've got, or you may be sitting on a lot more equity than you realize. How do you want to put that to work for you? And one of the ways we put equity to work for us a little bit is through a refinance, but boy, um, we got some. We got a big surprise coming up here December first. December <laughs> December first, there is a uh, uh, there is a. A refinance fee on conventional loans. It's a half percent of the loan amount. Uh, this is implemented, uh, being charged by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They call it the adverse market fee. Uh, and essentially what's happening with that is, uh, from, uh, due to COVID and a lot of the, a lot of the extra unemployment unemployment benefits that were paid out uh, a lot of the a lot of the benefits that went to support the economy during covid uh, it's they're going they're going to get it back on refi fees it's time to pay the piper on that one it's Harold, uh, Harold are you telling me all that free money everybody got isn't really free it's not free <laughs> and so and this is one of the this is one of the ways that it's being collected is uh is a half percent of the loan amount so for the average loan amount out there this would equate to about fifteen hundred dollars that gets added to your closing costs uh not charged by the lenders it's uh it's charged on the it's charged on the on the secondary market, this is coming from Fannie and Freddie as their adverse market fee. To access my equity, I've got to pay a fifteen hundred. I'm gonna call it a tax, or I mean, even... you call it whatever you want. But to access my equity after December first, I'm gonna to have to pay the federal government a tax of one half percent of wherever I'm loaning. Yes, uh, or That's not even, or special. to reduce your interest rate, or to, <laughs> yeah. or anything you're going to do well, on, on the on the uh, conventional financing. Now, it's it's not applied on FHA or VA loans, uh, or on private loans. Anything that's sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac as a refinance will have this. Okay, and so if you've been contemplating accessing some of your equity, that's a huge motivation. To get started right now, do it now. <laughs> Call right now uh, because you have you have very limited time. Uh, while the fee goes into place on December first, what we'll see happen and what we have already seen happen from a lot of the banks is that they're going to start charging it now because they know that they will not sell that loan to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac until after December first. And so uh, there are still options where there uh, there are still options where there are some banks that are not charging it yet. Um, the so the time is now it's coming and uh, while you have the opportunity it'll save you on average 1500 bucks if we've generated someone's interest and say you know i would like to uh, i was thinking about accessing my equity i'd like to beat that tax 
how would how would they do it? They need to they need to move now. It, call us right, right now. It, call us and and we'll uh, and we'll get things started. Give Once, us that number. Uh, 602-595-1233. We have people in the office this morning ready okay. to okay, ready good. to take your information, ready to talk to you right now. And uh, what it com- once you lock in your interest rate, uh, so once you ex- execute your rate lock, you're you're protected from it. So the uh, you can lock in up front. Uh, and then if the fee comes in later after you've already locked, you're protected. It's not going to be charged after the fact. If you've not locked in your interest rate and then the fee gets implemented, uh, then there's nothing we can do to help you. It's, it's, it's going to get charged. And is this – has uh, sometimes when they pass legislation, they'll put a sunset date on it that we're only going to do – how long is it going to take to tax a half percent – of every refinance mortgage in America to collect $3 trillion. Is your computer that big? My calculator does not go out that many digits. It is going to be tens of millions of loans. Uh, that would have to be that would have to be closed in order to collect that. I have no idea how many. Yeah, I think I only go eight digits on my calculator, so I'm not sure. Let's see. It's, it's million, and then billion, and then trillion. And then what is it? Quadrillion? Quadrillion? What's after that? Quintillion? Quintillion. <laughs> man, oh man. So, effective December 1st, there will be a new federally imposed fee, adverse market fee. It's the adverse market fee. That's cute. Uh, that's going to be a half a percent of your refinanced amount uh, that's going to go to restore you think it's going to go to restore the treasury or are we just going to use it to build up more debt about something else? <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, along those lines and, and part of what's happening. And so it's while there is this additional fee, a part of what's happening that's helped to keep the interest rates so low is that the treasury is purchasing mortgage backed securities to help help stabilize uh, interest rates help stabilize that end of the market, and that's what's helped to keep interest rates lower. And so, again, that money's got to come from somewhere too. Right now, it's right now it's being those mortgage-backed securities are being purchased by the government. Then, when we get into where the money's actually going to go and what's actually, I have I, I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine. Thirty-year fixed. What are you closing right now? What what's your what's your going daily rate that you're seeing? Uh, you can purchase with a purchase or uh, rate re- regular rate reduction refinance uh, with uh, with uh, even just decent credit and the equity that we all have in the property. Uh, that's very reasonable to get well under three. Uh, um, man, uh, so oh man. we see those at uh, 2.625 to 2.75. If your VA, wow. VAs were doing at 2.25%, uh, those are the VA interest rates are amazing. Uh, and if I served one semester in ROTC, that no, that, that doesn't, that <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't quite qualify. get you there. Oh, no, uh, they they want you need a little bit more time uh, in that. But uh, and and if if you're not sure about your eligibility, our our we have VA expert loan officers that are, are that are happy and ready to talk to you about your eligibility. Also, let's talk about this some more. But give that phone number out one more time because I gotta believe anyone even thinking about doing it 
needs to move right now. 602-595-1233 and Brev and Teresa are there in the office ready to uh, ready to talk to you, take your info, and we'll make sure we get you with the right loan officer. Rosie on the house here with Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group. We'll be back right after this and you're welcome to join the conversation at one 767 4348. And welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Rosie on the House. And we're here this morning talking about something that's fairly imminent that's coming up in the housing industry, the house financial industry that I really wanted to make you all aware of. Now, I became aware of it because as I saw rates coming down and down and down, I called Harold about my house. And I said, Harold, what do you think? You think it's time? He said, yeah, let's do it. So we recently just completed a refinance that uh, I'm very tickled about. (laughs) Couldn't be any happier in the world. Awesome. but you were—you kind of mentioned it to me. You know, it's a good thing you're doing it now because here, here in the very near future, this would have cost you another fifteen hundred dollars. How? That's the only reason I've—I've never—I haven't seen this in the paper. I haven't seen this announced anywhere. The only way I knew about it is I got engaged in the process. How? How did the industry find out about it? Well, uh, we didn't know about it at first either, <laughs> and and so it was a it was a, a Friday night. Uh, I got an email uh, at about seven, eight o'clock at night that said, starting tomorrow, uh, the agencies have announced a half percent fee for conventional refinances. And uh, it was, and I don't think it was coincidental that the uh, the announcement came uh, in the evening on a Friday going into the weekend so that try to keep it out of the news and our industry lost its mind. Um, <laughs> The, I mean, how how do you interrupt a, a mortgage man's weekend sleep more than by saying starting Monday morning you have to charge another fifteen hundred dollar yeah, fee? And effective it was immediately effective. It was effective <laughs> immediately. Where this starts tomorrow. Uh, fortunately, you know, it's uh, our industry also has a very strong lobby, and the and the lobbyists were able to influence the agencies to delay the start of the of the adverse market fee, and that that ended up getting delayed to December first. Uh, but from the from the bank end of it, with with that just being dropped immediately like that, uh, there was uh, just billions of dollars on the table that uh, uh, oh. that. Uh, that would have would have just blown things up as far as refinances that were active at the time. Uh, so it was fortunate that the uh, that the lobby was able to able to get that fee delayed. Wow, was this a was this wrapped in somewhere's hidden in the care package or the? No, uh, is this uh, independent legislation that had to go through by itself? No, it's independent. Well, it's uh, it's the. FHFA, and so they're they're a little more independent. It's not anything that went through Congress or anything like that. They're uh, they're a pseudo government private agency, and so they can they can just determine that they're going to add the fee. Adverse market fee effective December first. If you're looking at refinancing or pulling out some of that equity, you were telling me a story of someone that opted to grab that equity now at at two and a half percent rather than go into uh, higher education 
debt. It, it, a great opportunity. They had the equity in their home, and uh, they were looking at their options as far as uh, taking student loans or or uh, or refinancing and using the equity out of their home. Uh, they decided to uh, to refinance the home, take the equity out that way. Uh, the interest rates were lower than oh. it would have been on the oh. on the student loans. A fraction. Um, and so, with the amount of equity that they have in the property, they pulled out enough to do all four years of of college rather than uh, take student loans along the way and have the student loan debt afterwards. What are you seeing refinance money being used for? Do you do you get into that with your customers? We do. It's uh, we do. We have to. You know, we have to get into why, uh, what the motivation of the refinance is as part of the underwriting, and we've seen pretty much everything across the board. Um, uh, in most cases, just reducing the rate and yeah. reducing the payment. Uh, for a lot of people, just reducing the term of the loan, uh, where rates are so low that they can take their 30-year loan down to a 15 and still lower the payment on top of it. So Say, cut the term in half and, in and still lifetime, have a lower payment. In a lifetime, that saves you tens of thousands of dollars. Hun- over 100000 in some cases, uh, depending on depending on how much you owe on the house. So it's it is thousand. It's immensely beneficial uh, if you, especially if you plan to stay in your home long term. Uh, cashing out equity for for new kitchen, yeah. uh, more than anything, cashing out equity for new workspace at home. Because as we've all as we've all discovered that uh, working from home has caused us to realize our houses are maybe not set up to work from home, and so uh, building offices, building different workspaces there. And just as much as that, we see like a, a, a in-law suite as well. Oh yeah, yeah. casitas, uh, a, a guest, a guest suite, a guest house. Uh, if if your if your lot is large enough, and so there's uh, across the gamut, we've seen we've seen every debt consolidation, a big one. Um, uh, we've seen people go from save thousands a month in just eliminating credit card debt uh, by rolling it into the mortgage and and just coming out of it uh, debt-free except for the mortgage, which is amazing. Yeah, the multi-generational has been a big movement now for about a decade, a much bigger movement than I've ever seen it before. But I'll tell you, you were talking about the home offices. That third bedroom, when that oldest kid's gone... That third bedroom isn't a Costco plastic table anymore no. with a with a folding chair. It's turning in to a full home office. Here at Rosie on the House, we'll be back with Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending Group right after this. We're talking about dollars and cents, dollars and cents. But them greenback bills with the pictures of the presidents. Since life is one experience that spares us no expense, we gotta use them dollars with a little bit of common sense. We gotta we'll leave it up to Gary to find that. <laughs> it's Rosie on the House. You can join the conversation at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. We're joined with Mr. Harold Perkins of Galaxy Lending. Y'all have been a, a lending partner for at least a decade off the top of my head, and uh, we've got uh, the ever-changing world of financing and equity and home loans, and we've got a deadline coming up that we're talking about today, a new 
quote unquote fee, tax, whatever you want to call it, it's being added to the refinance cost starting December 1st. So if I got the wheels going today, do I have to have it finished by December 1st? Because I know uh, everything is, is backed up just because just of demand. It, it is. You don't have to be finished by December 1st, but we do have to have the interest rate locked in uh, prior to the fee being assessed. And what I would expect is that uh, uh, we will see the majority of the of the banks and investors that we work with start adding the fee uh, in the upcoming weeks. It, it should be imminent. A lot of them already have. And so we'll see. We still have a few options left where, where they don't. So it's not a matter of being closed before then, but being locked before then is the most important thing. Uh, along those lines, the I also feel it's very important if you're considering refinancing or per, or financing anything, uh, looking at having your interest rate locked in before the election too, because there is generally uh, going to be some volatility after the election, and as far as market reaction, regardless of uh, uh, regardless of who wins. Uh, there will be some market reaction and and just an unknown of which way that's going to go. Um, so I think being locked before that is also very important just to make sure that you're protected in case the market reaction is negative and, uh, and it, it protects you from some opportunity that you might have lost otherwise. How long does it take me to lock in a rate? Uh, once we've uh, – it, it's uh, – it, literally can be done in minutes. Um, so when when you give us a call, uh, we'll get we'll get your goals, we'll find out what you're looking to do, we'll get your initial information, find out everything that you're uh, that you're that you're looking to attempt in the refinance uh, or purchase or whatever it is that you're doing. And uh, within minutes uh, from when we take your take your information over the phone or if you do it online on our website, uh, once we confirm everything with you, we can we can lock right then. And what's the phone number? 602-595-1233. And you can or call now. You can call now. Uh, Brev and Teresa are there standing by if uh, if there's any questions and to help you through those things. And, and then, it, or go to our website. Which is? Galaxylendinggroup.com. Okay, very good. Who, who are you seeing coming into the market? I mean, I've been doing this long enough that now I'm meeting much younger homeowners um, which in the world of remodeling is interesting because I'll meet someone my age um, in the mid-60s and they'll want me to remodel their kitchen. And I'll go show up, I'll look at the kitchen and I'll say, well, you'll, you'll need to be planning on everything you want to do to spend between forty dollars and $60,000. And they'll look at me and say, we didn't pay that much for the whole house. <laughs> I said, well, when did you buy the house? 1969. But you How mean, much did your car cost I know, in I know, 1969? I know, <laughs> I know it. But, but they say the worst thing to have in real estate is a, is a good memory because you'll never buy anything for remembering what you could have got it for 10 years ago. But the younger generation, I come in and tell them, well, you'll probably need to spend 40 to 60. And they have no frame of reference. And they just say, okay. Well, it's no, it's it's exactly right, and it it is very different. I it's uh, so now the 
the younger people that we see purchasing and something that is very interesting to me is when I bought my first house, it was uh, a little tiny condo. Um, it was uh, uh, it was the ultimate starter home, really not much more than a than an apartment. And uh, and then I had to take a step up to the next bigger house and the next bigger house. And and the younger people today are waiting longer to purchase, but they're skipping those first two steps, which which then when I think about it kind of makes sense because they're as they've waited longer, uh, longer into life to purchase, they're further into their careers. They're more established into their careers than I certainly was when I bought my first house. And so it makes sense. They're 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 purchasing uh, something nicer right from the start. And so. I guess I guess it does make sense then without a frame of reference like the kitchen remodel your yeah. rem- that definitely was more than my first house maybe the first two yes. combined <laughs> so. I know exactly so now I'm not going to blame you personally for the housing crisis of 08 but I will I will address a tendency your industry had had developed where they were funding future values of home on stated income. We haven't got back to that craziness yet, have we? <laughs> no, no. And so I, I do find that there's, it is not like that now. And I think that is one of the big differences in our real estate market today uh, compared to what it was in uh, in 06 and 07 and then leading up to the crash in 08. Now, it is, it is absolutely necessary um, that the ability to repay the loan has to be identified in order for the, in order to do the loan in the first place. Uh, whereas in 06, <laughs> 05, 06, yeah. um, we, it, it would be rare that I would even collect a pay stub or see anybody's income. And, and it was, it was just not the way the loans were yeah. done then. And um, it was not necessary to do it I, that way. I didn't know you back then, but we, we found a piece of rental property we really wanted. And I called the bank and I said, you know, I want to buy this piece of property. And this was, this was November of 05. And uh, they said, okay, well, you can come in and fill in all the paperwork and it'll take us a couple of weeks. I said, are you serious? Come on. Let, can, I want to buy this. I said, well, we could do it on stated income. We can fill the form out here in 10 minutes over the phone and we'll be done. I said, well, let's do that. The, uh, I could have told them I made $10 million a year. And I don't, but I could have told them that. I, I, I did the same <laughs> I did the same thing. And and I think my wife is still a little salty about it. But in, in 05, it was it just impulse buy spur of the moment decided i wanted to buy a rental property yeah uh really just really just filled out the application wrote down my income maybe typed it then but the uh, and and then uh, and then and that was it loan was done everything was fine and then the market crashed after that but the uh you know it's uh it's it it's very different now and now in Qualifying for the financing, uh, it's crucial. We have to verify. Uh, we have to verify the income and the ability to repay it, and it has to fit within the guideline uh, for debt ratios. And we have to verify the assets are available for the down payment. And and it, the guidelines are much more strict, but also very reasonable. And it really does make sense. We should not have people buying houses that they yeah. can't afford. Yeah. Uh, when Jennifer and I bought our first home at Fifty First Avenue in Glendale. Um, I had to swear an affidavit that the money wasn't coming as a gift from my parents, that it was cash I truly had saved up on my own. Uh, uh, I mean, anymore now, I can 
I can gift my kids a little down payment, can't I? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I, uh, all, all loan programs allow for, if it's a primary residence, if, if the person purchasing is going to live in the property, yeah. then uh, gift funds, help from parents, help from family, uh, any blood relative is perfectly acceptable. Now, have y'all, um, y'all, y'all, y'all haven't done away with appraisals, have you? Not done away with completely. <laughs> oh yeah, but but, uh, but fewer and fewer of the transactions are requiring appraisals. I would say at uh, it's maybe only forty forty five percent of the transactions that we're doing right now require appraisals. What's driving that? The uh, technology is one of one oh, okay. of the big ones, okay. and uh, what's happening is that Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA. Every time you've had your house appraised, all of that appraisal data is being aggregated and collected. And so, when we get in a situation where it's the same house that's been financed multiple times, uh, all of the agencies have that appraisal data and have that value data on the house, and so their technology and uh, automated systems are. Are able to determine whether or not the value we're estimating uh, matches within tolerance for what they think the value of the house is. And the upside on that is, uh, is it's a $500 to $600 fee that it saves you on your closing costs if the appraisal is not necessary. You can always opt to have the appraisal done. It's optional. So it's uh, while we may not require it, what we'll do is we'll say you have the option. And so it's whether you're purchasing or uh, regular refinance to reduce the rate or even cash out refinances, uh, we'll let you know right in the beginning whether or not the appraisal will be required. And then you give us uh, what your preference is if you'd rather have it done. If you've upgraded your house, got the new kitchen, you need the appraiser to see it, then yeah, have the appraiser go out there to help you with the value. And on technology, something else, <clears throat> you know, you, you used to always get a home inspection and this hasn't really changed, but I, I really think this digital app that we've licensed for Arizona, HomeZada, it's a, basically you start logging all of your maintenance and improvements and it, it helps you do like predictive financing if you enter your roof. And it's a 30-year warranty. It'll help you calculate what that roof replacement's going to be. I think at some point, that's going to override a lot of home inspections. I it, Totally good. And when, when you have a reliable database that has all of that information in it, and you can, you can refer to that database and see, like you said, the maintenance history on the house, that kind of thing, it, it makes some of the other manual things less necessary, or at least you can, you can choose whether or not it's most appropriate for what you're looking to do on the particular property. I'd like to grab the ear of the millennials and the younger home buyers we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Because if, if you're going to skip that starter home and you're going to go into a dual income situation where you can afford a little more home, they've got to look at the 15-year mortgage. It's, they've got to do it. If you can make that fit into your budget, uh, it is it is just – it's mind-blowing, the amount of money. Um, well, just a, you know, an average mortgage payment of 1500 a month and just you know, adding that up over an extra 15 years uh, after that, uh, it is, it's, it's an astonishing amount of money. It would be into the hundreds of thousands that it would save you. Let's just, let's just take 100000 okay? If, if on this particular home purchase, 
taking the note out for 15 years as opposed to 30, I do the math on it and I'm going to save $100,000 in 15 years. And then I take what I'm saving and invest it, what that 100000 could be worth in 15 years. I mean, this is life-changing estate build planning. And you've, you've got to hear us on this. You've got to at least consider it. They, absolutely. And then if you're, if you're, if you can do the 15 year, if it fits in your budget, then a hundred percent agree. Uh, if you can't do the 15 year, you can go somewhere in between. So we'll yeah. do any, yeah. we'll do anything, uh, from 16 to 29 years also. So any, anywhere in between that, uh, is going to help that monthly payment fit into your budget so that it's something so that you're not house poor. We don't want that either. You still need to be able to, Amen. uh, uh uh, to eat and, and pay the utilities and everything, too. So anywhere in between. Harold, has adjustable mortgages lost favor? or It has it has been a long time since I've had a request for an adjustable. And primarily, uh, with the fixed rates being as so low as low. they are, the typical advantage to the adjustable rate was that it would give you a lower interest rate than what you would see on a fixed rate. Uh, when we go back to before the crash, it was sometimes a two, two and a half percent difference in interest rate between a fixed rate and an adjustable. Now there's, there maybe is an eighth of a percent difference between a 30 year fixed and a three year adjustable. I personally don't find any benefit in okay. doing an adjustable rate. And in some cases, we'll see the adjustable rates actually higher than what the fixed rate is. And so, and then, yeah. then it's a no brainer. There's it a real disincentive. Yeah. All right. Nothing quite as wonderful as money. There is nothing quite as beautiful as cash. Some people say it's folly, but I'd rather have the lolly. With money you can make a splash. There is nothing quite as wonderful as money. So, a question for you, Mr. Perkins. We've got a listener who uh, sent a message and says, I've got three rental homes. Okay. They're at 4.5%. I don't know if we can answer their question over the air, but their question is, what's the best rate I can get? Well, there's there's uh, there's so many qualifying independent factors that go into uh, that go into that. That's a difficult question to answer with with that amount of information. But um, depending on the amount of equity in the property, and investment properties do come with a higher interest rate than uh, uh, than an owner occupied property or a vacation home, and so that would be one. I would definitely say, give us a call. We'll get the particulars of your situation uh, because everybody is everybody's a little bit different. A little bit difference in credit score really does make a difference in interest rate or uh, the amount of equity in the property, especially on an investment property, can make a huge difference. And so that would definitely be one to give us a call. Well, I hope we've motivated listeners this morning to at least consider uh, what equity they may have. And is it going to its highest purpose uh, sitting in your real estate, you can put that equity to work for you in a lot of ways. Um, how would people contact you to to visit about this program before December first? Uh, what do you call it? The bomb date? <laughs> man, oh man! Uh, so you need to do it right now. And I don't say that about very many things, but after December first, doing exactly the same things, it'll cost you a half a percent more. 
Correct. And so now is the time and it and it really is. It's it's very rare that we have times on the mortgage end of things that we that we need to say got to do it now. Um, this this is one of them, though. And uh, so give us a call 602-595-1233 or galaxylendinggroup.com. And if you're just joining the conversation, you're like, why just now? Why is it so urgent? There's a deadline coming up December 4th. December 1st. December 1st. Uh, there is going to be a new fee on your refinance that's being forced from the top down. Conventional refinance, uh, whether it's cash out or just regular rate and term, conventional refinance, uh, half percent of the loan amount. Uh, so in some cases, what that can cause, it's so on the one hand, it, it makes the closing cost more expensive, but maybe you don't have the money or you don't have the equity to finance that cost. Then the only option is you're paying a higher interest rate to cover the cost, and so the interest rate uh, can be a tool to to reduce or increase loan costs or closing costs. And so, in some cases, that will be the only option that we have is to increase the rate, and then that makes it way more expensive than the half percent Gosh. over the life of the loan. Now, out of curiosity, and this is probably another one of those questions where it varies by person by situation but let's say i've got a ton of equity but i have absolutely nothing i need to do on my house my vehicles are paid off i've got no expenses is there any benefit to just pulling that cash out to have cash on hand and a refinance or well keep the equity in the property that would be one where then we refer you to your financial <laughs> advisor uh, or financial planner uh, there are certainly people that do that that their sole intention in taking the cash out is to invest that equity uh, into into bonds or stocks or whatever their financial advisors has given them uh, advice to do that then gets out of our scope a little bit and so we would we would definitely want to refer you to a professional in that field if that's your intention with the cash. Harold Perkins, Galaxy Lending Group, Rosie Certified, Mortgage Finance Company. Harold, I appreciate uh, all the feedback we get from all the clients we send your way and, and how well they feel treated. So I can't thank you enough for being a partner at Rosie on the House. No, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. And the phone number one more time. 602-595-1233. And the website galaxylendinggroup.com. We don't very often encourage people to do things with a hard deadline. This is one instance, a hard deadline. If you're contemplating refinancing, you need to do it now. And that's just coming from me, and your best friend, Rosie Romero. And a texter just texted in, is there an end date to the new December fee? No, this is no. like no, it's indefinite. in perpetuity. They got uh, it. They got it. They, until they should hit a dollar amount. When we get our three trillion back, we'll we'll sunset this law. I don't know that our <laughs> government's ever done that. <laughs> All right, folks, y'all stay tuned for the next hour. We'll open the phone lines up. Let's talk about your favorite subject: you, your house, your home, your castle. <laughs> 